G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. On a Wednesday, we like to check in on the latest breaking news headlines out of Israel and more broadly across the Middle East. Ron Ross has had his finger on the pulse, scouring the headlines for us. Ron's back with us. Ron, welcome back to 2020. Good morning, Neil. Hey, Ron, let's start with Turkey and the earthquake disaster. Turkey's begun digging mass graves as the earthquake death toll reaches catastrophic numbers. What are the headlines telling us? Yeah, the authorities in Turkey are struggling to house the thousands of people left destitute after a series of massive earthquakes in the country last week, rushing to build tents and transfer earthquake victims to shelters. The areas most affected are home to the majority of both Turkey and Syria's Kurdish populations. In Turkey, basic food aid has reached some of the largest affected cities, but many community survivors have had to rely on the generosity of local small business, and many say they have not eaten in days. The Turkey-Syria tally estimates suggest 40 to 50,000 confirmed deaths, with those numbers growing daily. In the most Kurdish city of Adiyaman, Turkey, in Turkey, local authorities have begun digging mass graves for the unidentified dead to prevent bodies from decomposing and potentially spreading disease. The Kurdish outlet Rudar reported on Sunday citing local officials that residents have buried 500 unidentified people and counting, an operation that required 15 bulldozers. How gross is that? It's a dreadful tragedy and no doubt we've not heard the end of what's going on in Turkey and then more broadly too across Syria where that earthquake disaster is really hitting hard. And no doubt the Turkish people are thankful for the support that's coming from all over the world. But in the Israeli media, Turks have thanked Israeli rescue teams for solidarity in their earthquake crisis. Yeah, the Turkish ambassador to Israel, Shakir Oskan Turanah, on Monday said, Thank you very much, Israel in an official Israeli ceremony at Ben-Gurion Airport with the return of Israel's rescue teams from saving 19 Turkish lives in Operation Olive Branch. Turanlaw said the government of Israel was among the first to provide its team. I salute all who were there among those who landed in the disaster zone and immediately started this terrible task. You saved 19 Turks followed by a field hospital being erected in less than 24 hours and becoming immediately operational. Prime Minister Netanyahu told the crowd of returned rescuers, we saw you working in the cold in rough conditions around the clock. You did the hardest thing. You also showed the whole world the good and true face of the state of Israel, a small state with a giant soul. 
Uh, Ron, let's turn attention to Joe Biden, who becomes the first US president to enter internal Israel debate with comment on the judicial overhaul. What's this one about? Yeah, this is going to be a, a, a real bomb going off eventually. President Joe Biden last weekend issued his first comment on the controversial judicial overhaul debate currently raging in Israel, telling the New York Times a consensus was needed before enacting any reforms. The genius of American democracy and Israeli democracy is that they're both built on strong institutions, on checks and balances, and on an independent judiciary, he told the newspaper. Veteran columnist Tom Friedman wrote the statement marked the first time I can recall a U.S. president ever weighing in on an internal Israeli debate. If Netanyahu, Friedman said, just keeps ploughing ahead with this reform, he will effectively be snubbing the U.S. president. And that's no small deal, he wrote. And following on from that, Ron, the Knesset Law Committee, the Law Committee of the Israeli Parliament, has passed the first stage of the Israel judicial reform, but with extreme protest. Give us details. The first judicial reform bill passed votes to go to the first reading in the Knesset last Monday morning to the Constitution, Law and Justice Committee. The committee members voted seven to nine twice in favour of the bills and amendments to the basic law, the judiciary and changes to the judges' selection committee. The reading of the bill and the vote were conducted in a hurry amid vocal protest by opposition members. Follow-up vote to revise the bill failed. From the beginning, the session opened with chaos, scenes of shouting and chanting. Opposition members shouted shame and disgrace, accusing committee chairman Simka Rothman of ruining the country. Yeshidited member of parliament, Yorel Atsunu, jumped onto a table, then leapt into the middle of the room and approached the chairman's seat while berating Rothman. Rothman ordered the removal of opposition parliamentarians from the room who resisted when security removed them by force. 90,000 people, it's estimated, gathered in Jerusalem and in other major cities across the country on Monday for a massive strike and protest as the coalition held its first votes on its flagship and controversial judicial reforms. Some suggested the numbers of the protest exceeded 300,000. This is going to be momentous. And challenging times ahead, no doubt. Uh, Ron, let's uh, finish off with, this is an interesting one too, where the Spanish city Madrid has offered to partner with the Israeli city Tel Aviv after Barcelona severed their twin city ties. What's behind this one? Yeah, and from what I understand, the Barcelona relationship had been over 25 years. But Barcelona's Mayor Ada Calau cut ties with Tel Aviv last Wednesday, citing what she said was an apartheid in Israel. Immediately, Madrid's Mayor, Jose Luis Martinez Almeida, offered to step up as a replacement. In a letter to Tel Aviv Mayor Ron Halday, and during a press conference, Martinez Almeida said the twinning is a great opportunity to show Madrid's commitment to 
strengthening relations with a democratic and law-abiding state like Israel. Twin or sister city typically collaborate on tourism and economic enterprises. Barcelona launched two initiatives last year to draw Jewish and Israeli tourists and city officials visited Tel Aviv to learn about the tourism industry. But data from the Madrid government shows that in 2021, Madrid was the Spanish region that attracted the most investment from Israel. Interesting politics. Yeah. Hey, Ron, always appreciate you helping us to keep one eye on what's happening as things change and uh, there's news stories breaking out of the nation of Israel. Appreciate your insights and those stories once again. Uh, thanks for being with us once again on 2020. Thank you, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 